Welcome to episode 17 of the Local Runners Podcast. The podcast by runners, for runners. We are your hosts. I'm Dave Norman. I'm Gav Hill. I'm Callum Parkinson. And I'm Sean Warburton. Um, Massive congratulations to all Manchester Marathon runners, as well as Manchester Half Runners. Lots of our listeners again took to the streets of Manchester. Just like London, we can't give everyone's time for Manchester Marathon, but I'm sure we can squeeze in a few of our listeners' times. Scott, Legs Matthews, 2.45.12. Dan Armstrong, 2.50.16. Ashley Buckley, 2.40.52. And Dave Barrett, all the twos, 2 hours, 22 minutes and 22 seconds. Joe Cleverly, 2.48.19. Emma Smith, just under the four hour barrier with 3 hours 59.55. Mark Bowsey, 3 hours 55.39. Darren Smith, 3 hours 16.46. Andrew Horrocks, 4 hours 21 and 8 seconds. Marie Ann Chesney, 5.18.06. And I saw Marie just at the start line as well. Giles Bennett in 3 hours 59.37 seconds. Kevin Hutchins with 5 hours 17.31, Stephanie Owen with 5 hours 30.37 and then Justin Johnson with 3 hours 45 and 38 seconds. So so this week we're recording at the village in Hyde again um, and hopefully this recording will actually work and we're, we're all on the bears apart from Sean who's being good today. Um, so now we'll move on to our training so over the last few weeks we've had Manchester Marathon um, and then yesterday was Cheshire and today was Nutsford 10k um, so on to training my training's been going quite well started back running last week a little bit more um, and then kicked on a little bit more this week went to see Annette at Yellow Holistic um, and she found that I've got quite a tight soleus so after some exercises in my heels starting to ease um, I'll be off on holiday by the time this episode goes out so I'll do some running out there um, booked Brass Monkeys half um, so that's the first goal of 2022 um, and that's it from me really how about you Gav how's your training going yeah I got a decent run in this morning um, just five miles over the tops uh, a couple of gym sessions as well how's yours going Dave yeah, yeah, the comeback from uh, COVID continues. Uh, when we spoke uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I'd just done my first track session. So uh, I've uh, managed to back that up with my second track session now. I did 6 k last Tuesday, uh, went pretty well. Um, quite a way off what I was doing pre-COVID, but just pleased to be um, sort of managing my effort levels. And I'm sort of doing these Ks in around pretty much bang on 16 minute 5k pace so six six of them off 90 wasn't too bad uh, and i managed not to lose my car keys this time so big success <laughs> thank you gav um yeah uh, and uh, i suppose the biggest change since we last spoke was um the longest run i've done so the longest run i've done last time we spoke was 12 miles um i went out to spectate the marathon cheer the guys on at manchester and um with all the stopping and starting and moving about from point to point, I ended up covering 17 miles. Uh, there was a lot of uh, rest in there with all the uh, stopping to cheer the guys on, but yeah, pleased to cover that distance uh, in one day. What about yourself, Sean? Um, 
Yeah, it's been really good actually. So obviously, ran London Marathon. Was it like two weeks ago now? And um, obviously took a bit of recovery. Went into a park run the Saturday after. Didn't feel really that good actually. Um, Mark Collier and um, Robin Horner were there, and I thought to myself, oh, "I'll just sit with these two and then try and race at the end." But I started easy and finished slow as well. I couldn't get going, so I'm just putting it down to a bit of fatigue after the race. But this week I've gone up to 70 miles, and the reason I'm doing that is I've got Langdale Marathon next weekend, so um, just wanted to get a bit bit of volume back in. Ran the Cheshire 10k yesterday. Um, I ran that in 34.39 which I was pleased with that actually because I wasn't going there for a PB I was going there for a good bit of speed get some speed into the legs um, so I was pretty pleased with that um, nice and consistent splits throughout it and felt good after it so feeling good for next week actually just um, a bit apprehensive because it's such a hilly course there's 3,800 feet of elevation on the course which is... Um, obviously really hilly so you've really got to respect the first few miles um, but yeah looking forward to that and uh, Joe Cleverly is going to be up there with me as well so there'll be a couple of us up there up there running it so that's my week um, so without further ado let's go on to our guest for this episode okay so these have been lifelong East Cheshire Harrier brothers uh, Gavin and Liam Brown have been members of East Cheshire Harriers for over 10 years and can regularly be seen training at the club's base in Ashton Underline. Gavin recently ran the London Marathon in 2 hours 47 and 3 seconds. Then a week later, Liam ran Manchester in 2 hours 46 and 2 seconds. Please welcome to the podcast, Gavin and Liam Brown. Welcome, lads. Cheers, good to see you all. Welcome, lads. Welcome, boys. Nice one, good to have you here. Uh, Well, we... We've had loads of questions in for you, uh, which is good. So I've got a few questions of my own I wanted to get in, if that's okay. Um, so start right at the beginning. When did you first become involved in East Cheshire Harriers? Start with yourself, Gav. Yeah, so I started running when I was at um, secondary school at West Hill. Um, I wasn't very good, to be honest with you. It was just uh, kind of, yeah, just making up the numbers, really, and um, just doing it um, at training, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then racing at the weekend, and then... Um, Mr. Campbell, who was the PE teacher at the time, just signposted me to the local running club, East Cheshire Harriers. So uh, I kind of got involved that way, to be honest with you. Um, just enjoyed it when I was probably in year seven and eight, and then got a bit more serious from, from year nine onwards. Um, so started in around, I think it was around 2001, so I was about 13, 14 years old. Um, started with a, a running group that um, they will probably remember him, Steve Minchell, um, and his. his um, his son was really good, Tom Minchell, and there was a really good group down there at the time with Luke Winterbottom and a few other really good young athletes. So, so yeah, that's where, where it started for me. So, um, what about yourself, Liam? Yeah, the same, same really. I was, I was, I'm older than Gavin, so I was um, year ten when he when he started secondary secondary school in year, year seven, um, and I kind of followed him. So. Usually it's, it's the younger brother following the older brother, but I followed I followed him, um, and it, mainly I started just just to improve my fitness, and I didn't want my brother um, getting any any faster than I was, so I started running. And if Gavin says um, that he wasn't very good in year seven, I mean, I certainly wasn't any good in, in year ten, um, and I, I, I just uh, I started joining the, the running running club at school. Um, year ten carried it on into year eleven. A few good experiences actually. 
uh, including like the Mid London Marathon, um, which we got to represent uh, as Greater Manchester, which is, is unusual really. You usually have to qualify for that. But our school got represented, um, and then it snowballed from there. Then I just uh, uh, finished finished secondary school, nowhere else to go, and I thought that the next step really was just to join East Cheshire Harriers, which again uh, followed Gavin into uh, Steve Mitchell's group and some good runners in there, and then eventually into Harry Kelly's group. Nice one. Um, so, question for you, uh, Liam. Um, you had a great run in the tour this year, so sixth place overall. And I, I ran with you quite a lot over those few days, uh, but didn't get much chance to speak to you over those days. So, how did you find the tour, and will you be back in 2022? I, I really loved the tour, actually. It's the second time I've done it. I did it in 2019, I think it was. Um, so, I improved massively this, this time around. Um, and it. I just, yeah, I just love it. I just love, love the whole experience. The whole four days, back-to-back racing. It's really, really tough. Um, and I tend to do much better on the first first couple of um, stages, uh, mainly because I do a lot of my training around there. So I do a lot of me off, a lot of my training off-road. So uh, around Park Bridge is perfect for me, and then up over, up over the moors in Copley. Um, again, my kind of I do, do a lot of my training up there. So um, I do really well on those on those stages, and then I struggle. The one I struggle with is the, the half marathon on the on the Saturday morning. I, I, I don't I don't run well in the morning anyway, and it's just just the thought of doing a half marathon uh, after doing you know the hell hell in the fell. I just find it really 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 difficult. Each, each time I've done it, I've, I've struggled on that one, and then uh, managed to hold it together for the for the final stage on uh, the Hyde Seven, and that's just a, a cracking cracking road run. Um, so I definitely will be back. Hopefully, if, if, I'm, if I stay fit, I'll be back in 2022 and hoping to go a little bit quicker. Yeah, nice one. It's, it's, it's sort of lining up to be quite a good year next year. I think we've got Dave Norman's committed himself to it. So um, I go into the Vet 45s next year with Mark as well. So that'd be interesting. So it'd be great. What about you, Gav? <laughs> yeah, if I'm, um, if, if I'm fit and obviously injury free definitely going to do it yeah do the full tour and uh, I did it in 2018 and I finished fifth overall I think um, so so yeah that's the last time I did it um, I think 2019 I was just coming back from industry only did a couple of stages but yeah def- definitely doing it next year great nice race one. look forward to that then um, I have a question for you then um, 15.59 in the mid mid Cheshire 5k um, so that's a great PB, and you know I've, something I've always wanted to do but never been able to do. Going below that magic 16 minutes. <laughs> um, can you put your finger on the key sessions that you did to help you achieve that? And how did it feel to to, to break that barrier? Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Really, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't really have the aim to go sub 16. To be honest with you, um, I think it was around June time. I had a bit of a um, a calf injury so um, I'd, I'd probably had about six or se- six seven weeks of training but I had some 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 uh, d- decent sessions um, just really good interval sessions on, on Tuesdays at East Cheshire Harriers and then obviously we can't get down to doing myself so yeah I just think the, the quick one minute efforts two minute efforts just really helped uh, with a short recovery um, and then going again um, I think yeah they definitely helped um, and yeah and I just think six seven weeks of just decent mileage um, yeah, like I said, I was saying to my brother, I'll be happy with sub seventeen really because I've not really raced much. And uh, yeah, I was, I was running with my brother first till about three k. We're pretty much next to each other, and then I just yeah, I just felt really good last two k. Um, just literally just some really big event into it, some really really top runners there. So it was just 
piles of runners in front of you to chase really so just running next man's your man and just kept going kept going and last 2k was really strong uh, felt really good and yeah i didn't expect sub 16 whatsoever so i was absolutely over the moon so uh so yeah it flipped upon my watch and when i got a text through to say 1559 as if you weren't <laughs> and i was just absolutely buzzing yeah i couldn't believe it so so yeah really yeah. happy brilliant I bet, I bet you were so no it's, it's a brilliant uh, course we've talked about it before haven't we you got that really you go out fast don't you yeah yeah and the first the first k is very fast isn't it yeah i tried to hold myself back a little bit because i didn't know what shape i was in really because i've not yeah. done much racing but yeah i just kind of followed liam really first first couple of k and then like i said felt good at, at the end yeah nice one well well done anyway it's a great run cheers um so Final question, but from me before we go into some listeners' questions, how's twenty twenty one shaping up for you both with regards to with regards to goal races? Yeah, so now I'm I'm just focusing on cross country season now. I just, um, absolutely love cross country. It's um, I prefer it more than road running and anything else really. So, so yeah. So obviously the Manchester League cross country um, races. Uh, there's one yesterday which uh, I did, and then. Uh, there's the South East Lance League which East Cheshire are in there as well and then just the three championship races so that'll be the Greater Manchester's uh, the Northerns and the Nationals looking forward to the Nationals in London um, iconic uh, um, venue so so yeah so that's kind of my plan um, going into early 2022 um, and then looking later on in the year I've not really planned anything just all focused on cross country now to be honest with you Okay. and what about you Liam? Yeah, well, this year I wanted to uh, improve all my times really uh, across the board, 5k, 10k, half marathon, marathon, um, really hit the road uh, and I've, I've managed to do that. This, um, this year I have 5k, uh, 16.25, I, I, when, when, I, when I started doing the 5k's I thought I'd have been happy with sub 17 so to work it down to 16.25 I was uh, really happy with and now Gav's gone sub 16 I'll be, I'll be trying to chase that I think uh, probably may, maybe next, ne- next season now. Uh, 10k is uh, the one really I, need, uh, I, I did 35 and a half and I, I still think I can go much quicker than that I think I could, could be under 35 so um, whether they're running out, running out of uh, races this year now I might, might try and get one or two Dribble Valley maybe I might, I might try to go sub 35 there um, and then the half marathon again I was, I was, I was only I was happy to, to, to go under, under 80 minutes and I've done uh, 76 uh, 76.25, uh, no, 76.35 I think it was, um, at Wilmslow, and then the, the marathon, again I was, I was hoping you know, just to go sub 3 and did 2, two hours 46, so pretty happy with those times and surprised myself each each time really, and then um, yeah, now now it's into the cross country season, so um, to the Manchester League, I finished 37th yesterday, uh, Willingshaw Park, it's the ha- highest I think I've ever finished in the Manchester League. Uh, ever so, um, I try and push that, push that on and see if I can get you know higher up, top twenty maybe. And then I'd really like to get um, a, a counties uh, counties vest. Uh, I'd like to represent Manchester against a senior. Fit as a junior, but um, to get a senior vest would be be great for the cross country season. Uh, and that's that's it really. That that Ribble Valley, I'm in that. It's just twenty seventh in it of December. Is that the yeah, one? That's yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just, just after Christmas, that's the only thing that's concerning me. That's, that's yeah. Same, same thing with me as well. So I'm thinking um, in that in that Christmas bar, I really like to yeah. ease off there and you know and eat eat a lot. So I don't know whether I'd uh, be in sub 35 shape then, but we'll we'll see. Well, we'll be fully carb loaded and rested at least. That's you know? it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so I've got a couple of questions from listeners. Well, we've got a few questions from listeners, actually. So I'll start with one from Scott Matthews of Salford Harriers, who we know, and he's got in touch via email. So he says, firstly, well done on the recent marathon times. How long have you been members of East Cheshire Harriers? I think you've touched on this. And what are your highlights of your running journey so far? Uh, yes, so I uh, I joined, like I said, as, as, uh, as I left uh, secondary school, so I'd have been 16. Uh, so t- 20 years, I'm 36 now, so tw- 20 years. Um, there's, a, there's a period where um, I didn't join um, for a couple of years. Uh, that's, that's due to like family commitments and uh, things like that. So, uh, But yeah, roughly 20 years at East Cheshire areas. And um, key highlights um, would be... Oh well, well joining uh, Harry Kelly and um, you know he's a big inspiration for me really. And, um, you know did, did a lot of entered a lot of races thanks to him. Did that uh, the, the the national um, was uh, you know at Parliament Hill. That was my my, f- my first national at Parliament Hill. That was uh, phenomenal and just loads loads of really good experience. that just kept me kept me involved, kept me running. Um, great North run I did when I was really young as well. Seventeen I think I was there when I did that. I did one when I was twenty eight and. Um, and then me, I mentioned I had, I had a junior, a junior vest uh, for the for the counties. So we, um, for the running in the counties for uh, Wollaton Park. Um, now that was a really, really good, really good experience. Did that twice. And I, I don't, I don't think it's because I was any good. I think I, I finished eighth um, out of eight, and just to fill a team really. Um, but it, it was yeah, good, good experience being there. And at, and at the time, that was that, that got uh, TV coverage that um, on, on Sky Sports. So I was, I was impressed with that. Um, and then completing the London Marathon was another highlight. First one. Won't talk about the performance because I did three hours, three and a half hours, which um, was in much better shape than that. Uh, cramped up uh, later on, but. Um, just just for the just just for the crowd and the experience again, it was um, really good. Uh, and then up to this up to this this year, really, this year has been my, my best year. So a lot of the performances um, this year have been uh, been really really quite quite happy with. So yeah. That's one. Um, same question to yourself, uh, Gav. Yeah. So yeah, basically what Liam said. In 2003, I think it was, was our first national, which was at Parliament Hill. Um, I was under 15s, and I just remember the old, just the old atmosphere really of just being at a, a national cross country championships. It was, yeah, it was brilliant, especially obviously being in London as well. Um, and it was just a whole weekend really, and I just got the buzz from there. I think, and I just, if I remember rightly, I think Mo Farah won Liam's race, which was the under 20s. Um, so obviously, uh, it was great to see to see him um, flying round. He's and, done all uh, right since, hasn't he? He's yeah, done done, yeah, done very well. Yeah, so so that was a very um, obviously. Uh, really good early highlight um, probably say um, like I mentioned before finishing fifth at the Tory Tame side at the time was really really uh, really happy with that I thought it was obviously a local race it's uh, um, yeah so that was great and then um, in 2018 December uh, it was great Manchester cross country I finished eighth and then I got a senior vest uh, to run the inter-counties in 2019 um, so that was massive really I was really happy with that in terms of getting a, a county vest um, I didn't run very well at the, at the inter-counties because I was um, got a bit of a calf problem um, just after the Northerns in January that year, so I'd, I'd had a few months out, so I was literally just put the vest on and ran round at the back really. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was, yeah, it was brilliant just to just to get the vest to be honest with you. Um, and, and yeah, just similar to Liam in terms of like the London Marathon, the first time I did it was in 2010. Um, I'd not really done obviously obviously the training before, so it was. Uh, 
I was just aiming for sub three. I did two hours fifty five my first one, so I was more than yeah, more than happy with that. Um, uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Scott does go on to just make an observation and says you both look good in red and white of Salford. You <laughs> <laughs> would say that. <laughs> so I've got we've got a question in from um, Daniel Joseph Brocklers via Facebook. I'm assuming you know Daniel yeah, Gav. Yeah. He says, how does Gav manage to fit in marathon training and 15 pints on an away day watching the Reds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that uh, comment, yeah. Um, yeah, to be honest with you, obviously doing the London Marathon training this year, it's not really affected it because it was start of the season for football was, was August time, so it was only one away that I, I got a ticket for, which was Wolves, which was the bank holiday weekend in August, so... Um, so I went to that, but I d- I obviously had a few beers then. But uh, but yeah, I just try and basically if uh, if I know I'm going out or I'm going to be out away, I'll just fit me long in, long running a, a different day of the week. So maybe not the day after because I obviously won't be uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, feeling it. But yeah, so it's just just uh, working around it really and uh, fitting fit it in where you can throughout the week. Yeah, do you, you travel around to all the away games? Do you? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, me and my mate have been going for from since we're about 16 to be honest with you yeah it's just uh just got the the bug of it yeah so obviously i've got a season ticket and then apply apply for every away game um uh, not always because there's obviously a big ballot um uh, allocation for tickets so don't always get a ticket um so but if i do get a ticket i always go um and it's just got uh, in terms of like euro ways as well which has been really good over the last again 15 years just been going couple of days here and there going to going abroad to watch them which is uh which is brilliant yeah the atmosphere and everything's great so uh so yeah it's a bit of an hobby of mine to be honest with you along with running so it's just trying to fit them both in <laughs> must be busy then um well that that's the questions that's the questions from me i'm going to pass over to dave now he's got some questions of his own for you gavin liam thank you for joining us it's a pleasure to have you both on cheers dave so, uh, you've both stayed loyal to East Cheshire, despite a few people leaving to join Salford, which as a one-club man myself, I applaud. Um, so, what for you, uh, I'll start with you Gav, what for you makes East Cheshire such a special club, and what do you think the club could do to retain more members? Just to echo what my brother said earlier, I think it's when we first started, in terms of obviously with Steve Minshall, and then obviously went on to Harry, and Harry, Harry has been a massive inspiration of both really, starting at a young age, and just kind of... Uh, yeah, just giving us guidance along the way, um, and then yeah, just this, in terms of the, the people at the club as well, absolutely, uh, absolutely brilliant. Like you back in the day, you had like people like Paul Kenny and Kev Duckworth and people like a lot of them have gone moved abroad and stuff now. But yeah, it's just like the banter around the club's great, and um, in terms of people moving on um, and trying to keep members, I, I don't know to be honest with you. I think um, maybe I think a lot of people have kind of. Um, they go with the coach when, when they first when they first start, and then they kind of stay with that coach, um, which obviously I don't completely understand. But I think it, I don't know. It could be better if we try and get, do you know what I mean? Everybody who's at that standard to, to train together rather than being separate groups. So so that probably be one. So do you know what I mean? Training more together rather than separate. Um, but yeah, obviously there's lots of local clubs out there in terms of Salford Sale and they've got obviously really high standard of athletes so I completely understand why people move on but yeah it's just never yeah never really interested me I'm happy where I am it's local club and uh, yeah happy to stay stay there for forever really 
Just uh, pick up on that, Gav, because uh, you mentioned about the people at the club and uh, and the banter. Yeah. Um, and what immediately flashed to my mind was um, some tales I've heard from uh, trips to the um, is it the race of the train in yeah, Wales? Yeah. yeah? Have you yeah. Do, you've done that yourself, haven't you? Yeah, we went. I think we went probably about ten years on the bounce at one point. Yeah. And yeah, it's everyone used to go down to that. A lot of lot of people from the club went down, and not just East Cheshire as well. It's local people like. Um, like Gaz Raven and, and people like that really and Andy Jones obviously went down quite a lot and, and, and yeah. won it quite a lot so yeah the whole weekend's great so you obviously go down on the Friday um, normally have a pub tea and a, a couple of beers um, and then do the race on the Saturday and then um, obviously big presentation on the Saturday evening which is always a great laugh obviously everyone, everyone's uh, having a beer and that and in, enjoying the night and, and then obviously coming back rough on the Sunday driving back um, <laughs> but no no yeah it's a brilliant brilliant weekend sounds great sign me up <laughs> <laughs> right I'm just going to repeat the same question to Liam um, so uh, what makes East Cheshire such a special club for yourself uh, and what do you think the club could do to retain more members um, to retain more members, I think uh, I think we need to destroy Carl Hardman's printer so he can't hand out any more of uh, <laughs> Salford forms. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, apart, I mean, on, on, on that subject, I mean, it's, it's tricky, isn't it, with, with Salford? Uh, you look at the, you look at those clubs, Salford Sale, and you can see why people you see why people go to them. It's it's it's, it's so hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard to answer. I don't know what the what the answer is really to to retain more members, but. Um, I think, like I've said, when we go back when I first started at the club, the the, the members that you had there, was, the club was booming. The senior section, you know, men's and women's. Um, and I'd, I'd love to, to get the club back back to that, really. Um, you know, and that that's that, they're the, again they're the main reasons why, and they're just the memories, you know. And um, like I said, work, working with with Harry, Harry Kelly, and the, you know, so the, he was a great inspiration, and um, you know, really good motivator, kept kept me running, kept me going. Um, and I just, I just, just felt like I, you know, I just wanted to stay loyal to him, really. And that, you know, that's uh, it's, it's, it's just special because it's got everything. It's got everything that I, I need there. You know, good facilities. You know, good, good training sessions. Um, and there's, there's no reason for me to to, to move on. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to stay there. And uh, to re- I said to, to retain more members. I'd, you know, I'd, I think again, it's just it's just bringing back those. Um, uh, those social occasions that, that, that Gavin was saying, and that, that's, um, that's that's a big part of it. Um, and I, I like what Glenn Piper's doing at the, at the minute. You know, he's, he's bringing back um, you know some some really good really good sessions, and he's got a good good group going again. So I think I think it'll get back to being uh, to being how it, how it was. Yeah, brilliant. Well, one of the things that always stands out to me about both of you is uh, you always can be seen racing in your club vests, and that to me tells uh, tells me that you're very loyal. <laughs> Uh, right, so I'm going to move on to my second question. Um, Gav, you recently ran 2.47 at London, uh, only for Liam to go and run 2.46 a week later. So, question to both of you, because I get asked this myself. Do you think having a brother that's running similar times to yourself helps you lift your performance? I think at the minute it's uh, definitely going to lift Gav's performance because um, you know I was only 30 seconds behind him yesterday. He's had, he's had a week extra recovery as well than I have from, from the marathon, so he's got. I think he's running scared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have him on the next one next week. Eaton Park, I've got him. I can I can see it in his, in his face. He's, he's uh, yeah, I love him there. Um, but but yeah, no. I mean it's it's. It's only recent, really, that we've that we've um, been back. We've both been at our, our you know, on our, on our best form, really, at the same time. You know, I, I, the last time I was I was running well was probably around like 2012, and I don't think Gavin was then. 
um, and I've been a long way behind him uh, ever since up, up to this point so I'm, I'm loving the rivalry now and like I said I'd, I'd, I'd be going out with him on Eaton Park and trying to get trying to get ahead of him on these cross country races for sure <laughs> yeah like Liam said it's um, obviously um, this year has probably been the only time he's kind of do you know what I mean at the minute he's, he's beaving down the neck to be honest with you so it's kudos to him really he's, he's put the miles in he's got a consistent block of training in and uh, obviously he's running on confidence as well with pulling out some good times so you know fair play to him and um, yeah it definitely definitely will make me train harder and work harder to, to hold him off and um, yeah if he beats me he beats me and uh, <laughs> it, it, he obviously is, is my brother so I want him to do well so uh, so, so, so yeah he's um, he is running well I'll just uh, keep doing what I'm doing and uh, hopefully hold him off he, he was back on the bear yesterday as well. It's going to catch up <laughs> on him at some point. So he's, he's, he's well, definitely. You've, you've sunk your first bear tonight faster, <laughs> Liam. So I think you're a man on the mission. <laughs> I had ten pints last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question for you both. Uh, looking through your power of ten profiles, you've both been running a long time, uh, and have both improved your times year on year and continue to do so. So why do you think you've enjoyed such consistent progression over a long period of time? Yeah, it's a good question, really. I don't know. I think it's just um, just being consistent with the training, and I, I do a lot of lot of off-road training, which I think helps um, in terms of um, obviously injuries and things like that. So, um, so yeah, I just I just think it's consistent training, being sensible with um, um, in terms of yeah, like like I said, I do a lot of lot of stuff off-road. I, I don't really enjoy much in terms of like the road running, in terms of training. I just like to zone out and get on the canal or up over the. Um, over the moors and stuff and uh, um, yeah so I don't, I don't know really I think it's just like I said consistent blocks of training and just being being sensible with obviously trying to fit stuff around other things in terms of drinking and football and everything else um, um, so yeah that's it really yeah and I, I got into running mainly just, just just for fitness to start with it never really was about like the performances that you know I, I, I took part and um, you know competed um, and I got to points where I was running, starting to run really well, and then I'd always get injured. So then I'd, I'd just be set back, and then you know I'd, I'd, I'd lose interest and not want to race again. And I just just focus on my training. So I've been going like it's up and down um, my my uh, running career really. But uh, I said late, lately now I've uh, seemed to have got over any injuries that, that I've had and uh, got got you know consistent uh, training blocking. So. Um, it's, it's only recently really that I've, I've started, this is definitely like the, the best song I've ever been in um, so yeah it's, it's just uh, I think that the key is just to just to try and stay injury injury free and um, I, I don't have a problem with motivation at all um, like I said my main, my main reason is just, just to keep fit just fitness and makes me feel good so um, yeah I don't, don't have a problem with mo- motivation it's just um, it's just yeah, for me trying to keep uh, injury free and running consistently and I uh, hope I can continue to do that. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Okay, so you, uh, Gav's just actually touched on this a little bit. Um, you both do a large percentage of your running off-road. Um, why do you both tend to lean so much towards the off-road running rather than the road running you see a lot of people doing? Uh, stay on you, Liam, for this one. Yeah, I, I just much prefer the, the off-road. Just, just, um, just the variety, you know, the challenging terrain. Um, you can always find that new pass just like exploring isn't it so um, I can't stand I can't stand the road I, t- I just take like you know especially where I, where I live it's uh, 
you know, like Broadway running down into Manchester and another side is like Manchester Road. It's busy roads and you know it's cars getting in your way all the time. Uh, people get you know shouting run forest run things like that. I just I just I'd rather be <laughs> out in the uh, out in the hills uh, just have the hills to myself uh, and, and you can get um, you can get some really good training out there and you know it's, it's it's great for like building strength as well. You can work work on the hills and um, and it's just it's it's just relaxing, isn't it? It's just like under scenery and you can take your time. You know, whenever you're feeling um, you just want like an easy run, you can just you just chill out, enjoy the scenery, take in the sounds and that and. Um, and equally, when you when you're training hard, you can get some good good hills, uh, good, some good hill sessions in. Um, so yeah, just I just love exp- ex- exploring really. But don't get me wrong, I, I do think that like, the road does does have a does have a, a place. I said that this year I've been focusing on road running, road races. So I've done a lot more sessions on the road, to, you know, for that specific that specific sort of training. But yeah, I do I do much prefer the off road, and it stops injuries as well. I think um, you know softer ground and that. So yeah. Yeah, very similar to what Liam just said. Really, it's um, I do like racing on the road, but uh, like I said earlier, it's um, yeah, just in terms of getting stopped at junctions and all that type of stuff. I just like to be um, yeah, just zone out. Like I said before, zone out and just get on the canal or up in the hills, and you're out the way really. And like Liam said, it's it's good for variety of obviously terrains and obviously builds your strength as well. I think that's why we've always both enjoy cross country a bit more because we, we grew up in um, in the Copley area so we've always been up over Walkerwood and reservoirs and up to the Trig Point from a young age really so um, so yeah I think we just started doing it at a young age and just continued throughout really yep. Brilliant, cheers guys yeah I mean for me I, I went out and did a mixed terrain run myself today and you know first couple of miles on the road checking your watch well, what was that mile what was that mile as soon as you got off road you stopped doing that yeah, you, you know you're not yeah, worrying yeah, yeah. about like or thinking about mile splits you're just just focusing on like enjoying the run and um, yeah. yeah I think uh, I think some good answers yeah, there yeah. cheers Dave Brill no worries right um, so we've got some listeners questions as well uh, I'll start with uh, we've got quite a few actually from Liam Fahati uh, via Instagram so Liam writes hello lads uh, really enjoying the podcast keep up the good work my question for the Brown Brothers is for someone who's thinking about joining East Cheshire how do you go about this so start with you Gav yeah so I don't actually know Liam quite well so he can just drop me a message or whatever but um, yeah the, the way to kind of join the club is um, if you just uh, drop an email to the club which is East Cheshire, East Cheshire at gmail.com um, and then I actually look after the emails for the club as well so I kind of signpost people to the relevant training groups in terms of which coach would suit what they want to kind of achieve um, so yeah so two ways really either contact me directly or, um, or email Ishush Harriers Cheers Gav uh, I'll get Liam to answer this next question also from Liam uh, can you give us an insight into what being part of the club entails I think we've already touched on that a little bit but yeah, I mean it's, it's. I mean you can you can just come down to the club. You get you know a couple of sessions to try out, see how it goes, um, uh, and then and then it's 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 so much easier. There's no there's no real pressure there to to enter any competitions or you know compete for the club. Um, you just find the group that that suits you, that fit, fits your training needs and the times that you can make it down, um, and then you can um, just go from just go from there really so it's um, yeah if you, if you feel like competing you can, you can jump in you know cross cross country whatever whatever it is that you want to do and you've got quite a strong junior section as well haven't you uh, Gav uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so obviously I know you've had Hayley Simpson haven't you recently it's um, 
obviously she's our kind of our coach coordinator who does obviously looks after the junior section and basically signposts um, the, the the children to relevant um, um, coaches that obviously touch on different parts of athletics. Um, but yeah, the, the junior section has always been very very well. Um, well attended because we have a, quite a number of people on the waiting list at the minute as well. Um, so so yeah, the, the juniors is, is always well attended, and I think there was a bit more because obviously there's a waiting list. There's a bit more pressure to kind of not pressure, but the ashes to try and compete if you can for for the club because they want people. Do you know what I mean? Who are, are there to kind of compete for the club? And, uh, and yeah, so the, the junior section has always been well attended, and um, hopefully that'll continue. Cheers, Gav. And what sort of training coaching is available? Uh, and what would an average weekly session generally look like? Yeah, so in terms of the, the sessions, it's normally, um, obviously it varies on which coach you have, but obviously in terms of me and Liam, it's normally Tuesday, Thursday sessions. Um, and then I think a lot of lot of people do meet up at the weekend for a long run. And then I think the rest of it is just kind of, um, you get advice from your coach to do your own kind of easy runs really around that. Um, so, so yeah, it's usually two sessions, two sessions a week, which is normally... Like um, a Tuesday, Thursday, like I said, and it's normally about an hour session. Um, so obviously get there just before, do your own warm up, and then you're into the session then straight away. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of how it how it, how it works. Thank you both. Cheers. Right, uh, that's it from me. Uh, I'm now going to pass you over to another Gav, <laughs> our very own Gav Hill. Thanks, Dave. Welcome, boys. Yes, Gav. Yes, boys. <laughs> so, <coughs> fun fact, I have a brother called Liam, as you both know, back from our early days at um, Stabley Celtic Colts. So we had a Gavin and Liam from Staley Bridge <laughs> and a Gavin and Liam from Ducky. <laughs> something to think about there. Get you excited. Um, so my first question is uh, around the football, actually. Um, I know you was a, a stonewall right back, Liam, back in the day, wasn't you? Must <laughs> I forget. Um, if we asked your mum, was she the manager, by the way, of the Colts back then? Yes, she was. She was. She? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. managed for a bit, didn't she? I think it was only a season or so, because I don't think anyone else, anyone else was doing it, really. So she just kind of did it because she kind of had to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she was about, I think she was Liam's manager, actually, for, for a season, weren't she? Yeah. So if we asked um, your mum, who was a better footballer between the both of you, what would she say? <laughs> She'd probably say Liam, because she managed him. Um, but uh, I like to think I was, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think she was probably say Liam to be honest with you. Because I thought uh, we're both all right, weren't we? As youngsters, quite, quite, quite good. I think when, obviously, when you get to school and everyone's a bit bigger and stronger than you, you kind of, do you know what I mean? It's it's hard work. I find it hard work. It's like year ten, eleven when people are just bigger and stronger. I was just always quite skinny. So, um, but yeah, I think we're both pretty good uh, when we were younger. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, I, was, I, was, I said I was, I was the older older brother, so as we were kids, I'd, I'd always feel like I was better than him. Um, but obviously, cause I, I was older. But as as we both both became like adults, I think I'd probably say like you know, I'd probably say Gav was was uh, was better. I, I don't think I don't know whether me I don't think my mum would, would answer out of fear of you know she, she wouldn't want to upset either of us. So I think she'd just say we're both the same. <laughs> That'd be a good answer, I think. <laughs> um, so did the running sort of start when the football ended? Uh, for both of you, would you say that's fair? And sort of what age were you both at, at that time when you when you sort of started the running? Yeah, I, I mean, I I first started running like sort of at secondary school, but it, it was for fitness, and it was for fitness for me. For me, football as I was getting older, I was feeling that and my football was was struggling. I, mean, I, could, I was losing fitness easy, and especially over the summer. So I, I started running, um, 
and then I said the running took over probably um, well I, I carried on playing football till uh, I must have been like 18, 19 I joined me and my, my dad's team um, old Estonians who no longer no longer exist but um, and that was, it must have been like 19, 20 and then the, the running um, the running took over then because a lot of the races were at the same time as the football was so um, I'd, I'd prefer too much to, to do the, the cross country running so um, then I, yeah, I stopped, stopped football altogether and I was around 20, 21 and rolled on with the foot with the, with the, with the uh, running Yeah, to be honest with you, I've, I've uh, dipped in and out of it. I've one of my, my friends ran a football team called Spartak Brushes, which was um, obviously very local, um, and all, all my mates played played for him. So obviously there was a bit of pressure to, to help him out and stuff. So um, yeah, I did. I did play I play football um, alongside it sometimes, and just kind of I think, especially the later days, I just kind of said if you need me, and you're desperate for players, then I'll play. I'll help you out. Um, but yeah, I think I probably. Like I said, from probably year 10, 11 at school, kind of lost lost a bit of interest in it really, um, and just got like like Liam said, got into running, starting to enjoy that, getting getting faster and better times, and then it just went from there really. Nice one. Um, so we've touched on the healthy rivalry that you both got, um, <laughs> which was basically around the marathon that you um, the separate marathons you both ran. Um, if you both raced over five distances, who would come out on top? And the distances are 400, 1500, 5k, 10k, marathon. Definitely me. <laughs> you got that beastly kick, have you? <laughs> um, well, going off PBs, it is, it, it'd, yeah, it'd be probably me by a couple of minutes. But um, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say me. You've got, you've got it back yourself, haven't you, Gav? <laughs> you certainly do, yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I think the, the shorter the distance, anyway, Gav's, Gav's much better. 400, I've got no chance. 1500, no chance. 5k, getting a bit closer. There's like half, half a minute or so behind him. Uh, 10k, I said I'm 35. What, what have you done for? What was it? So 33 fifths. So I've got a bit of go to, bit to go in the 10k, but I sort of beat him on the marathon. So the longer the distance, uh, I think uh, the more chance I, I'd have. Get him on them ultras then in your side. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you've talked a bit about your off-road running and um, living where sort of we all live. We're very lucky to have what we've got on our doorstep. Um, so the question is God's back garden, as uh, you, Gav, have referred to many a time on Strava. Is that the favourite running route? Yes, definitely by a mile, yeah. Just just over up, up, up to the trig point. Um, like I said before, I've done it. Me and Liam have been up there since we've Young, from a young age really 13, 14 year old so so yeah definitely goes back gardening up there yeah, and again I'd, I'd, I'd agree really I keep, I keep I mean, I've tried running in uh, I've run in some fabulous places I live up in Oldham now and there's some um, there's some great great hills around there uh, but I keep coming back to um, to yeah, Hobson Moor and around there and I've started venturing over towards like Tin Twistle, Swallows Wood, Devil's Bridge and uh, I'm feeling really adventurous. I go over to, uh, there's a path all the way that leads uh, over to Chew Valley and Dovestones. Um, so that, that, that's a bit of a longer run. But yeah, you can't beat it up there. Yeah, it's lovely running. It really is up there, it's, uh, especially on a Sunday. It's uh, fantastic. So I'll just squeeze another question in from myself. And unfortunately, Liam, you wasn't in our WhatsApp group back in lockdown, was you? Um, but um, Gav, you was, um, you certainly was. And we did a local runners relay 5K um, back in lockdown. Um, 
So how did that help with your motivation and um, were you proud to not only have your name as Gav Brown's boys as a team name, but also be on the winning team as well? So how did that help your motivation during yeah, lockdown with no races? Thanks to you to be honest with you, because you, you was, um, played a big part in obviously setting up the teams and it was obviously got the local WhatsApp group, haven't we, where there's a lot of the local runners who train together are involved in it and it was... Uh, it was, yeah, just thanks to you really for kind of just setting it up and obviously during lockdown it was it was just kept everyone going really, kept everyone motivated. Um, really good idea to be fair, obviously I think a lot of us were training because there wasn't really anything else to do was there, so <coughs> obviously we couldn't race so we just did some, some time trials and things like that and it was, yeah, it was a brilliant way of obviously keeping us motivated and to stay fit really. Um, so yeah, it was a massive honour to have a, uh, my own team name. Um, I don't even know where that came from, where, why it was me. But uh, but yeah, and I think I think it helps with you and you and my team. To be honest with you, banging out whatever you did on part row, was it fourteen and a half or something like I that. I think fourteen thirty two. Yeah, yeah, I was running so, all right back then. So yeah, it's, it's all down to you, really. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the kind message. Do you think you would have been? Happy Liam to uh, have been involved with that, and obviously a bit of a shame that you wasn't at the time. Yeah, um, so I wasn't part of the the WhatsApp group in those days, but, um, but uh, uh, during the pandemic, I, I I got injured. I got injured, so um, yeah, I didn't know nowhere else to go to, no gym or anything. So I got on the bike a little bit there, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Um, I think I just did too too much too much running in lockdown, and eventually. Uh, yeah, got got injured, so I was just stuck on, on the on the on the bike, really. Uh, but yeah, it would have been would have been fun, that wouldn't it? Hopefully, we'll have to do that again in terms of COVID and stuff. But so I've got some listeners' questions. Then the first one's from Dylan Mackey, who runs for Hyde Striders, and this is coming via Facebook. Um, what advice would you give me on how I can get faster over half marathon and marathon distances? Yeah, I think first you gotta you gotta plan plan your plan the race that you're doing. Give yourself plenty of time to train for it. It helps if you've got um, a good base before. And so now when I was uh, training for the marathon, I give myself 12, 12 weeks of specific training for the marathon. But before that, uh, I, I was I was easy doing you know 50, 60 mile mile a week. Uh, so I was already in pretty decent shape. So I think that that helps. Uh, and then it's just a specific training for it really. Three key sessions I did. Uh, it was a long run Sunday. Uh, building up for the marathon up to uh, I think my longest run was 20, 24 mile and then uh, as I got used to doing the longer distances I started putting a bit, a bit of speed work into those as well uh, I did a temp- tempo run as well uh, midweek mid uh, which really took so a longer tempo run built, I just built it up over time you know, didn't, didn't dive in too, too quick to anything you know, too long so I started to like uh, 10k and built it up to uh, I think like a half mile I think was uh, the longest tempo run I did and then just some, just some uh, shorter, faster reps as well. I, I were doing like, like kilometer reps, or even timed reps over like three or four minutes, um, and just just repeating those just for that, that just keep that speed. Um, and everything else in between was just uh, nice, nice and easy, nice and relaxed, and lo- lots of stretching. Uh, so that, that's 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 all I did to improve my times. Yes, spot on what Liam said. Really, I just did three key sessions. Tuesday was a shorter interval, so one two-minute efforts, um, and then. Um, midweek, probably Thursday, was a longer tempo, uh, which was I did. Obviously, it was good to have a training partner as well, which would probably, if you can get, do you know what I mean, somebody else who to do your sessions with you, it's obviously it pushes you along a little bit. Obviously, me and Liam did a lot together in terms of the longer tempos, like around 10 miles, um, and then yeah, as Liam said, the, lo- the long run at the weekend on, on Sunday. So there were the three sessions, and after that was just kind of uh, just steady running around it, really, just get the mileage up. Um, 
so so yeah so I was unlucky really I had a, an injury um, in June time so I only had about eight weeks up until London so um, so yeah so I, I don't I'd say, like Liam said, 12 weeks is is much better. Um, if you can get to around 12 weeks, decent uh, marathon training, obviously uh, that'd help. Obviously, I only had about eight weeks, but I still ran a pretty decent time. I would have would have battered uh, would have battered Liam if I had another month, um, but I didn't. Um, so I only had I think I only had three three runs around 20 miles. So I think if you can get more than that, uh, like I said, another month I would I would have been probably in a lot better shape. So so yeah, so I'd say those three key sessions and then just uh, like Liam said a lot of stretching foam rolling around it thanks for the answers lads I'm sure that'll help Dylan out uh, a few questions from Alan Cook via Instagram um, so this is for both of you what is your go-to session when you can get down to East Cheshire and what session do you think improves you the most uh, firstly hi Alan um, is uh, Alan's obviously the person who uh, ran Spartak Bush's football team as well so obviously he's a friend of mine for, for a long time um, yeah so if I can't get down to East Cheshire I, I, I tend to just do um, depending on what night it is if it's a Tuesday I'll just do some shorter reps so I'll probably just do um, like one one minute effort so I like, I like the one minute on one minute off times 12 sets um, and, then, and anything really that kind of obviously gets you working really hard and obviously gets your heart rate up and then uh, if you can do if you can do some short recovery and then back at it again um, I think that really helps with the, with the speed endurance side of it um, so so yeah so I'd probably say like I said just short short sharp reps with um, not much recovery and it just gets your heart rate going and gets you fitter Yeah, I mean down at East East Cheshire. If if you can get if I can get down, then um, it'd be whatever. Um, I train under Glenn Piper, so whatever session he, he he tends to do, he varies it around quite a bit. But quite like the time, the time deferts uh, usually like six six times three minutes uh, with like a half half of that rest. Uh, and if I can't get down to East Cheshire, then I I, I, I do similar to to me uh, to, to that really, just down the canal. And uh, we've got a canal not too far for me, so I'll just do um, some time reps down there. Um, and then the session that improves me the most, I'd probably say uh, again, it's a Glen Piper session through through Daisy Nuke. Um, he does um, it's, a, it's like a one mile effort all the way along along the canal from like Crime Lake all the way into down to Barsley Bridge. Uh, it's, a, it's a mile effort down there, and then we'll jog round. There's a lovely hill. Um, leading down into into days and weeks, so we'll jog down. And then uh, we'll do eight eight um, eight reps of that, which is a, it's around about 400 meters, uh, and then jog back down to recover. So it's quite quite a long session. But I, w- I would say like the the hill reps are, are, are great. I think the, for me like the closest you can get as a as a shortcut um, to getting you to getting you faster in running hill reps. Thanks, boys. And the next question then this one's aimed more at Gav. Um, you have a I think that's supposed to be busy. Um, must be a bit of a tie but it says bust but you look quite lean to me so <laughs> you've got a bust you have a busy social life and I know firsthand you can put a few beers away steady tonight though um, how does this affect your training if you had sacrifices during your 20s how good do you think you could have been um, yeah what I said earlier really I just try and um just try and work around it. I've I, I calmed down a bit now in terms of yeah. I, I suppose if I probably would have in the twenties, 
knocked it on the head a little bit and not done as much going out and stuff I probably would have been a lot faster probably I don't think massively because um, I still did, still did quite a lot of training um, it's not as if I was drinking every night or anything like that it was probably once every couple of weeks it was just probably just like a obviously on a Saturday going to watch United and going to an away game and drink a lot of beer but, um, but like I said it's just um, the day after I probably just wake up have a brew have a bacon butty um, and then go out later on in the afternoon and just obviously don't go out in the morning because you'll probably be sick but yeah it's just working around it really and uh, yeah that's it uh, this one's for both of this one's for both of you if you could arrange a stag do around a running event which event would you choose and why it's a great question um, yeah obviously we've done race to train quite a few times so that's, that would be probably a good one but um, I've never done it myself but I know Dave's been quite a few times it's the yeah, it's the Isle of Man Easter Festival, running festival, which um, I've never done it, so I'd love to do that. Um, I think it's a, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, I think it's a 10k on the Friday, um, a hill races it on the Saturday, and then there's a 5k on the Sunday, I think. So, uh, But I know, obviously, the Friday night, Saturday night, the Sunday night's um, a big session afterwards, so um, it'd definitely be probably that, yeah. Great minds think alike. I'd, I'd have said exactly the same. You know, I said we've done race to train over the years, but um, I, I was saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not spoke to, to Gavin about um, you know his answer to this question. But I, I, just, I, I was thinking exactly the same. Um, uh, and yeah, I know Dave's talked about it quite, quite, quite a bit. Um, so I think that that definitely be the one. Or I was thinking somewhere, somewhere, um, not not too far. I mean, maybe um, Dublin somewhere. Like that. I don't, I don't know what races they have over there, but I know they have plenty of pubs. So yeah, that's that's a winner, isn't it? Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks a lot, gents. Cheers, big, up, big up the Colts. <laughs> yes. I'm going to pass you over to Cal now. Cheers, Gav. Evening, back guys. So, the first question's for Gav. Um, so, last year, for a bit of background, um, myself and Gav did the virtual London Marathon. It was around Tameside. Um, it was two seven-mile loops and two six-mile loops. Um, start was at your second home, East Cheshire HQ, <laughs> um, and we had support on various points over the route. You were very close to a PB with two hours 55 and I was 10 minutes behind with three hour five. My question to you is, would you ever do a virtual marathon again? And did you change your training from last year to this year? I probably wouldn't do another virtual <laughs> one, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, <coughs> Yeah, it was tough, obviously. It was great to have, obviously, people like, like obviously, Gav helped me with the pacing, which was great. Uh, obviously, a lot of people on the bikes and, and, and the support from me, obviously, family and friends, and obviously, your group as well, Colin, was was great along the way. But, yeah, I probably wouldn't. Obviously, uh, obviously now with races back, I'd obviously look to, to enter enter a race like obviously London Marathon recently was fantastic atmosphere and uh, um, I'd love to do one abroad as well to be honest with you um, don't know which one probably Berlin's obviously a fast course so uh, so yeah I, I, I probably wouldn't uh, to be honest with you and in terms of training I think I think I just tried to cram too much in to be honest with you like, um, during that I was doing trying to do too many harder sessions I was doing like a track session on a Saturday and then doing my long run on a Sunday and I was obviously tired um, on, on the Sunday tr trying to do a long run after an hour track session. So, like I said before, I just changed it up a little bit and just did um, like a Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday would be my short stuff. Thursday was my longer tempos and Sunday was my long run and just steady running around it. So, so yeah, that's what I changed really. I was trying to just try and, trying to put two 
too many hard sessions together um, and it didn't work so um, and I struggled on the day I just didn't feel good from this from the get-go to be honest with you um, just felt a struggle from probably halfway onwards which it shouldn't be really should it so um, but no it was a great experience um, in terms of obviously there's nothing else to do at the time so it was, uh, it was still great to do it and I'm happy I did do it obviously got a really good t-shirt and medal as well which is great um, so so uh, so yeah it was good yeah, I'm with you on that. I won't be doing a virtual marathon. <laughs> the last 10k, which was the last loop, was horrible, brutal, yeah. absolutely brutal. Um, so, question for you now, Liam. So, um, in 2015, you ran a 39-minute 10k. Um, you had a couple of years off, and then you ran a 35-minute 10k. What have you done to improve so much over them two or three years? Yeah, I mean, like, 2015. I, 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 I had, I've always didn't feel like periods where I try and try and get get some good running, try and get it back, and then uh, you know I get, I get injured and lose it again. So I was just on and off. Um, and then uh, I said I had a bit of time out from the club. I was still running, still doing bits, just bits for fitness. Um, and then uh, yeah, it was around about 2018. I started to, to take it a bit more serious again. Started to do competitions. 2019 got going well again. Got injured, uh, and then it's just just this year. Really, like I said, it's, it's just like I've, I've looked after my body a lot better. I think um, so, uh, I do a lot of, lot of foam rolling and um, a lot of stretching, and it really it seems to really stop me, you know, getting any any injuries. And I, if I do feel any niggles now, I'm you know I'm on it and doing strength exercises straight straight away. Uh, and that, that's what I think that, that's the key thing I've just just not got injured and just been running consistently I mean it's always in the back of my mind and sometimes I'll be doing sessions and thinking oh when is it going to go in this session is, it, is something going to happen in the next session but so far it's just just been been going well so I just I just keep it going for as long, long as I can and um, and I, I guess again it, it, the the, it's the specific uh, training sessions as well I think um, back in you know 2015, that that time, I, I was just doing like club club sessions. I wasn't really specifically aiming. I'd, I'd just go out and do do a, um, a road run. I'd not really specific, you know, not, not train for for it. Uh, Popular like doing any any road sessions, um, but th- this time I've I've really put in uh, some some specific sessions on the on the road. So, you know, kilometer reps. So I think uh, the the training as well, being with it being geared towards uh, 5k and 10k's, has re- really helped me this year. Brilliant. Um, so, question to both of you is: What's the best running advice you've both ever had? Um, the, the, well, the, the one that always sticks in my head is advice from Harry Kelly, and it was it um, goes like this: he, If you can't if you can't run slow, then you'll never be able to run fast. And I, it took me ages to, to figure out what, what he actually meant by that. But I think I think what he means is you, you've got to you've got to um, you've got to have your easy easy runs, and you've got to practice actually running slow. Because if, if you don't have different paces, if you don't if you don't know that you you know what a slow pace is, and you're never going to know what a fast pace is. So um, you know, and, I, and I've learned from that. I said that with with the, and that's helps a lot. I didn't really listen to that advice at the time. To be fair, uh, I, I just I'm every every single session. That's probably why I was getting injured. Uh, where, where now I'd, I've taken that advice on, and I. You know, I, I have easy days. Um, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday is easy days, uh, and yeah, that's uh, definitely helped me. What about you, Gav? Yeah, it was very similar to Liam. To be honest, is that that what Harry always says? Because always he's always shouting at you in training, shouting relax and uh, and keep your rhythm and stuff like that. And yeah, definitely just trying to, um, like Liam said, not obviously kill yourself every session. Um, 
and I also was quite, was quite uh, lucky to spend um, uh, an evening with uh, Ron Hill at um, the Active Tameside Sports Awards, um, which obviously I work for Active Tameside, so I was involved on the night and just obviously helped with the running of the event and um, I was sat next to Ron because obviously we've got that running uh, interest so obviously my job is to try and keep him happy uh, throughout the throughout the evening and I was a bit nervous to be honest with me meeting him and um, yeah so I was just chatting to him and I just basically said to him that obviously I'm into me running I just asked for a bit of advice and he just said like what are you um, what, what kind of mileage are you doing at the minute and uh, so I just said probably around between 40 and 50 mile a week and he just turned around to me and said just run more uh, so, so yeah so obviously uh, I look to obviously now like you said I try and do more mileage probably over 50 mile a week now uh, if not more um, so yeah so just uh, listen to Ron obviously a legend and um, yeah so I'll just try and get some more miles in my legs great answer um, so most important question and to be honest I can't believe none of the others have actually asked this um, what's your go-to training shoe and what's your go-to racing shoe love this question don't you um, to be honest with you because I do a lot of um, lot of like we said before a lot of stuff off roads and pretty much every run I do is straight down to the canal or like I said onto, onto the trails so I have I I wear Adidas, which you probably won't like, but I wear Adidas just because it fits my foot better. To be honest with you, um, so um, just wearing Adidas trail shoe, I think it's the Agravit Flow, whatever it's called. Um, and then in terms of like sessions, I probably just do like um, if I'm on the road, I'll just use Boston Boston uh, Adidas Boston's a great great tempo shoe. And then racing, I have bit the bullet and gone for a, a night Vaporfly, which is uh, uh, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's it's a massive difference. I mean, my brother was discussing it the other day in terms of after the marathon, we just felt like our legs weren't battered either. Afterwards, it just that support from the shoes, brilliant. So so yeah, so obviously it helps with, with the times as well with the technology in the shoe. So so yeah, so in terms of the racing, the Vaporfly and anything else, everything else is just uh, Adidas. Yeah, I'm Adidas as well at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really stay loyal to uh, trainers, to be fair, so I like to play around a bit. So, uh, I've, I mean, at the minute, for the, for the, for the marathon, I've, I've been training in uh, the Nike uh, Pegasus 36. Uh, they've done really well, actually. I've re- really enjoyed running them, and I'm not not usually um, a Nike man. I've been, a, you know, Adidas, Adidas Boston 8, so I really like them as well. They're just because just they, can, they, can they can do it all. You, know, you can do, like, your faster tempo runs, and you, they're all right for a few longer runs as well. Um, and then for racing again, it, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It's the, it's the vapor flies. Uh, I think they, they've made a big difference with me with my times as well on the on the road. Um, it, it took me a while to get used to them, to be fair. But I think I think now now I've uh, done a few few miles in them. Uh, they've definitely yeah definitely helped. Like, like I said, more more with the recovery as well because after day after the marathon, I, st- I, st- I felt fine. Uh, so yeah, I think I'll, I think if I was going to stick with with one shoe, definitely be the vapor flies going forward for the races. Brilliant. So um, you've touched on it a little bit, um, both of you, for next year. Well, early next year is what are your aims for 2022? Yeah, um, hopefully I can get. I said the back end of the cross country season. Um, I like to do that. Northerns and nationals. Uh, what is it? At the beginning of uh, 2022. I just just get as high up as I can in the, in those two races. I've never done really, really well. I think my highest national is—I don't even think it's in the top 400. So I'd, I'd love to be—I don't know. I'd, I don't. I think top 100 is way, way, way off. Um, but you know, as, as high as I can go. 
Um, and after that, I'll be back on the roads, try and nail that uh, sub 16 5k. I've got a booked in for Mid Cheshire 5k, which is uh, I think it's end of April. I'm really toying with the idea of doing doing the Manchester Marathon in April as well. I don't know yet. I don't know. I've got. A, I think it's, it's they the, the say the deadline's coming up, isn't it? So um, I'll have to. Yeah, I have to think about that one carefully. Uh, and then I really, I said I want to get that that 10k time down as well, under under 35 for 10k. Uh, and that's uh, that, that's it. Really, that's all I've got got, got sorted for, for so far. What about you, Gav? Yeah, very similar to be honest. I've, obviously, like as I mentioned before, obviously the cross country um, will be early on in the year until probably February time. Um, like Liam, I've entered the Mid Cheshire 5K in, in April. So, uh, so there's that. And then, obviously, after that, probably look towards the tour. And then, probably later on in the year. Try and improve my 10k and a half marathon times, and then probably have a crack at the marathon again the following year. Um, I was tempted to do um, a marathon next year just to beat Liam's time, but um, but but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'll give it a year off and just uh, focus on some of the short stuff, and then and then give it a crack again the following year. So one of the distances that's not really been mentioned between you both tonight is the half marathon. Who holds the record out of both of you? Me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I I did seventy five nineteen in that was at the um, it was in the January one. I can't remember what it's called now. It's uh, four, villages. four villages. That's it. Yeah, um, I think that I did that in two thousand and nineteen. Um, so and then Liam did what seventy six recently at Wilmslow. So yeah, so I've got about a minute on him there. But he's got a minute on you on the marathon. Yeah. So. <laughs> Touchy subject, that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go on to some listeners' questions now. So we've got a question from KTK, one of um, our previous guests from Hyde Village Striders. She says, I really want to give cross-country a whirl, but Striders don't do it. I'm also thinking, after speaking to a few people on a previous weekend, um, that she might benefit from some track sessions. She's never done track sessions in her life. Um... Have you had any advice on how she could get involved in any of these speed sessions or cross country? Yeah, so I know obviously she's a by the sounds of it, she's a member of Hyde Village, so obviously you can join clubs as obviously second claim members, um, or you can even some uh, sometimes you can just basically uh, rock up and uh, be signed in as a guest and pay a couple of pounds I think it is so um, so yeah so she's definitely more than welcome to come along again she can just uh, probably get in touch via uh, the email for East Cheshire and I can sign posters to the relevant group and she can definitely get uh, involved in some track sessions we can put her in, into the right group um, yeah I definitely think it'll improve her um, at, at times and stuff like that it's the bread and butter really into it in terms of the, the speed sessions and, and getting those, those fast interval sessions done to to make you run quicker basically so so yeah definitely uh, if she's interested give us a shout fantastic so we've got a question from Carl Hardman Salford Harriers Liam's already mentioned that he hopes his printer breaks sometime soon um, but he said as proper club men I think you're vital to the future of East Cheshire Harriers would would they be interested in hands-on roles at their club where they could influence the future progress of the club and maintain the rich history? Probably won't need to do such a role if, if it weren't for him. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. It's, uh, I, 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 no, I definitely, I, I, yeah, 100% want to get involved uh, with the club and in you know in in, in some way at the, at the minute I've just been a little bit selfish, I suppose. I'm getting 36 now, I'm getting. 
in on a bit. So I'd, I'd like to see what, what times I can really do to focus on my own running for you know for the next couple of years or so. But you know I'd like to get involved, back involved with the coaching, and you know really as I mentioned before, I'd really bring on the the senior section um, kind of and that transition from the juniors through to through to the seniors. So uh, yeah, I would def- definitely in the in the future be um, be involved. Yeah, with the, with the club. Yeah, so I do a little bit at the minute, just in terms of obviously the email side of it and the, and the website and stuff like that. Um, I've done a bit of coaching in the past as well when I was first, when I was younger, probably 15, 16. I was doing uh, coaching with the juniors, but yeah, at the minute, similar to Liam, I'm obviously just concentrating on my own run at the minute. I struggle with time as well, to be honest with you, with work and obviously going United and uh, uh, running myself. So, so yeah, but definitely something um, like Liam said in the future so to get involved more and, and to maybe the coaching side and, and improve the seniors like Liam said. Fantastic, great set of answers all round. And that's it from all of us, so just want to say thank you very much for joining us on um, a Sunday night at the <laughs> Village in Hyde for um, a couple of pints of Corona and a good chat. Thanks for the beer Gav, nice one. Yeah, cheers boys, some great answers to some really good questions there as well, aren't they? Yeah, thanks for having us. You're welcome on the drinks. Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure having you both. Keep up the good work and let's see some more ding-dong battles next year. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, thanks again both of you for joining us. It's been a, a pleasure to chat to the Brothers Brown tonight. Cheers, Dave. Not to be confused with the, with the Brownlee brothers. I think we're, we're more of a, a duff version. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. And that's it for this episode. Coming up on the next episode of the Local Runners Podcast, we speak to a man on the road to recovery, a Salford Harrier who's the winner of the Snowdonia Marathon in 2019, amongst other wins. We'll be speaking to Callum Rowlinson. So get those questions in in the usual ways via Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and email. And remember, ask yourself, can I give more? The answer is usually yes.